It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. It's been a long week for me. I just don't have the energy to be an asshole today. And Paula. I can't handle the thought of my butt being in someone's face. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> Sorry. Why can't you just start with your regular open? I, I know you know. want to change it, but come I on. do, and you know what I can't. So welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 69. 69. <laughs> wow. I don't know, whatever. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> I hate 69. Well, we're gonna talk about that. Or we can just talk about it now. It really is no uh No, we'll we'll stick to our outline if we can. But yes, welcome to the ugly truth. I am Jamie with my sister Paula, and we are here to talk to you about Christ our Lord and Savior. For heaven's sakes. I know. Talk about the different ends of the spectrum. Right. Let's talk about that and then by the end of the show we'll be talking about, you know Our Lord. Yeah. Saying oh God, but not in the fashion. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, welcome to the ugly truth. Thank you, listeners, for all of your downloads. Loads. Um, and for those of you who have purchased our app, there have been some app purchases. And so you are having access to our extra cutting room floor. Although I think producer Dub said he created a, a word for it. I can't remember. What, like, I don't even I know. I think what it's he ugly said. extra. Ugly E extra or something. I don't know. He's so weird. I have no hey, idea. You know what? He's a producer. He likes to do little nerdy creative things. He likes to put his little mark on things if you're not married to him you actually appreciate it so (laughs) we appreciate you producer deb thank you but the uh, extra content is there we know that you are downloading and buying the app and we sincerely appreciate it so thank you and thank you for downloading our show as well this is episode 69 and if you listened last week you know that my son was in a tragic not fatal bicycle accident (laughs) he was in a really bad accident and he banged up his body quite severely mostly his face yeah it was all his face and so this week was about ensuring that he hadn't done any permanent damage and the reason i'm bringing this up is because i had to take him to the specialist the head and neck specialist to check on his shattered bones in his face because he he um shattered his orbital bone orbital the doctor basically said that if it heals funny you can they can go in before the bones start to fuse and you can basically it's like popping out a dent in a car gross so he said he could do that well the problem is that tyler shattered it pretty good what does he get in there with a rubber mallet (laughs) just whacking away no i think they just go in there and they kind of they kind of pop it out. But the problem uh, is, God, is that, that so gross. I know. So the problem with the way Tyler shattered his bone is that he shattered several bones in his face and he, they couldn't just pop it out. They were going to have to do plastic surgery, but everything else is working. He didn't lose any mobility in opening and closing his mouth, his jaw. Everything's fine. Right. So if they were to do surgery. It would be um, aesthetic only plastic mm-hmm. surgery, basically. Well, God, can, I mean, we don't need him coming out looking like Bruce Jenner or something like oh, that. <laughs> you know what? I know. I know. But he's so attractive. Remember, I told you he's so good looking. Your son, not Bruce Jenner. No, I don't like Bruce Jenner. He's a girl now. So back to your son's face bones. So we're at the waiting room and my son is 22. I had him when I was very, very young. And so the you problem is that, that young. I was sorry. <laughs> I, You're an I don't know what's gotten. No, you know what's we'll wrong with you? Do you have Tourette's? We'll talk about me later. But go okay. on. Yes. So my point is because he's considered an adult, even though he may not behave like one, they don't want to talk to me. I can pay God. for everything I want, right? But they're not going to allow me to have, make any decisions. So he goes in. He wanders in. So I'm sitting in the waiting room now. What I did not know is they were doing more CAT scans to to check his face to see if anything had changed, which makes sense. But it makes the appointment very long. So I'm sitting in the waiting room now. This waiting room actually houses patients for several doctors. There's the specialist that we saw, and then there are some plastic surgeons, which makes sense that they would be there. Okay, yeah. So it's a large waiting room. All walks of life are walking in and out, and I'm still sitting there. And you know me, I watch people. 
I'm I can't help just be it. Glad you don't speak to them necessarily. Be like, oh, I'm I'm presuming you're here to see the plastic surgeon. You're like, no, actually, I, I'm not. But okay, there was a lady sitting across from me, and she looked really fine. You're like, she well, was, you should be. <laughs> she was a normal looking woman, but she was sitting on the plastic because ultimately I started to realize that I was sitting in the plastic surgeon se- section instead oh, of right. the other section. I didn't know, but I was sitting as far away from humans as I could, so I could just be left alone. Right. So this woman sitting across from me and she's totally normal looking i'm like why are you here because you don't even look like injected or anything no fake boobs nothing and i look down at her feet and she has really weird toes why would you do that she was wearing flip-flops and i was and she was tall and so her legs were sticking out and i'm like oh i see why you're here you're here to fix those pinky toes O-M-G. I know. Isn't that mean? And what if she wasn't? What if she was there to get a boob job? I have no idea. It didn't matter to me. So I'm sitting there. Here's what was annoying. I realized that there were several doctors and that they were pretty much, they were like the superficially doctors, except for the one Tyler was seeing. But the office people were, you know, doing their job. I, The lady in the front, the receptionist, she was very efficient, did her thing. There was somebody on the other side of this gla- frosted glass where probably all the files and the, you know, accounts receivable people were there. And there was somebody hacking up a lung. And I mean, I was there for two and a half hours. And all this person could do was cough. And it came to a point because it was like nails on a chalkboard by the end of that visit that I almost got up and said, Give that person some Robitussin. It is so unprofessional to be in a doctor's office and listening to someone in the back of your office (laughs) for two and a half hours. Yeah. I I mean, why didn't anybody else get up? Why am I the only one that's bothered by this? There's a sick person back there. Well, I mean, I guess the only thing I could think of is because they don't necessarily pose a threat because people are there for like, you know, I don't know. Not for like wounds or I, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's still disgusting. And then, <laughs> so there's that. So I'm already like annoyed as I'm staring at the pinky toe lady. There's a guy that walks in and he's there for I don't know what. And he's one of those people that makes a lot of noise when they're like just existing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right. So he walks in, he gets his clipboard. Now you have to fill out like six pieces of paper and there's a ton of information if you're a new patient. Right. So he's sitting down and of course he sits one seat away from me when there's a hundred chairs to choose from. Well, at he least sits... it was one seat away and not like right next to you. Well, I would have moved. <laughs> I would have that. looked and like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I, I swear. I, am I, I, on, gave him am a I on Impractical Jokers? Like seriously. What's going on here? It's like being in a giant movie theater and you're sitting by yourself and some asshole sits directly behind you or something. I know. Waiting rooms are awkward. It's true. There is no right choice when you're in a waiting room. And so he's sitting next to me. Why do people think that it is their job to make their presence known to you through their body language, through their sighing, through their muttering to themselves? They don't do this for their own benefit. They're doing this for our benefit. So he's like, (laughs) family history, really? And he's like shifting around and sighing and doing And I'm like, maybe he was self-conscious about something. I am am not going to acknowledge (laughs) you at all. I will not dignify your expletive, you know, outward body language. Yeah. And and every page, he became more and more frustrated and more agitated and You're like, yeah, that box over there on mental illness, you might want to check that one. I just, <laughs> I, it simply became, because you know me, I would have turned and just stared at him like, what? Uh, what is your problem? Clearly you want to tell me something about how annoyed you are. What is Now it? you've included me in your life. You're what the fuck? You're here to get some mole checked out and you're, Are you, you know, concerned? Are you drunk? What is your problem? <laughs> What's the deal? God. I hate it that I hate people so much. I mean, he's just insecure and probably nervous. And here I am being an asshole. You have been forced to be out in the public a lot more lately than than you would normally. I don't mind being out in the public, but I'm in places where people are annoying a lot. (laughs) I know. Like Like doctor's doctor's offices. offices. (laughs) God. God. I'm like, I hate you all. I just I'm just so intolerant oh dear well you know I mean and the thing is with plastic surgery is that you know there are genuine reasons that plastic surgery exists you know you have breast cancer you're getting new boobs you know you have a mole being removed I mean for example I have a 
thing on my nipple that I have to have removed. <laughs> and it's been suggested that a plastic surgeon handle it because that way there that my nipple will stay adorable. So I have to go do that. Get that thing done already. I know. Hey, I had to have it for like twenty years. No, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) It's not. But it it is time to have it removed. So I and it's there's nothing wrong with it. For the third show in a week, it is time to have it removed. That's going to be like your catchphrase. I know it's going to be on your tombstone. Jamie died of of nipple growth. Okay, it's not a growth. It's not a growth. Don't make it sound gross. It's well, not. I'm sorry. What is it? It's like an a, organ. I it's mean, like a, it's like a third nipple. Okay. That's oh, because that it. sounds a lot more pleasant. Hey, it's better than a growth. It's not brown <laughs> or black or dying or rotting. It's not like I suggested that it's, you know, some deadly, it's like it's a twin. You know, dead-looking fleshy thing that has growing hair or something like that. It's not like, like it was like my unabsorbed twin or something. You know, if if you had that, you know where you would when be? They, when they removed it, there was a tooth in there. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you know there's certain tumors that are like that. There's a dermoid cyst. They're full of, like, what? hair and teeth and pus. <gasps> what? How do you what? not know this? I Jamie, didn't. Read a book, Jamie. I thought those things were like on the back of people's necks or something. Like it was attached to them and it was like a... Okay, a parasitic twin is different than a dermoid cyst. A dermoid cyst is usually comprised of like the agents that build hair, teeth. (sighs) Okay, no, I did not know this. And so oftentimes when they are taking those cysts and like scooping out the contents, it's like pus and hair. Ew! Yeah. Ew! No, I did not know about dermoid. I'll send you a link to a video of a good How one. How about? <laughs> no, don't Why do not? it. It's, I don't want to see it. It's You're education. Make something it's education. Gross. Anyway. Well, anyways, if if you did die or have some sort of parasitic twin on your nipple, then mm-hmm. you would have belonged on TLC the other night because oh my god, apparently TLC was running like the night of freak show i why I, do they do that i i, I don't really understand know. and i actually posted on facebook because i'm like hey if anyone's bored they're showing the man with the 200 pound tumor on tlc yeah. you know what i did <laughs> i was i was upstairs i was i was doing some research for the show actually yes. and you posted that and i went oh click 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 and i moved it over and there was like what what, what, are what you is doing? this what is this <laughs> i says the man with the 200 pound tumor i want to watch it and he's like <sighs> I'm thirsty. And he excused himself and was gone. So here was TLC's lineup for that night, okay? There was the man with the 200-pound tumor, Bubble Mm -hmm. Skin Man, the girl with (laughs) half a face, and my my giant face tumor. Those were all on that night. And Why do they do this? It's all skin-related, too. Well, it's just weird. So here was the thing, and he'll probably be a killed me for saying this but um <laughs> victor had just gotten home from school and so i you know i was already hunkered down in total freak mode watching all of these things because i yeah. had already watched the girl with half a face or something and mm-hmm. so i'm watching this and the poor gentleman lived in vietnam he wasn't you know i did local. see that yes i so saw he a was, lot of that he was very poor so he hadn't received a lot of the medical attention that he should well not should have just most people in our country we take probably for granted. would have right yes they just don't have the same access to care that we would although i mean like someone mentioned on the facebook thread you know when you're hitting like 25 pounds don't you think maybe <laughs> someone should go get it take a look at it yeah my i mean friend, go to ho chi Minh city my friend jason he's just like you know at some point when that because it was 200 pounds and so he's like yeah. you know at some point when that thing hit about 25 pounds i probably would have been like you know i might want to get this checked out it might be time to get a little <laughs> physical that was i mean so you know funny. wheelbarrow his ass to ho chi in city find someone who will you know do a little something okay, something and decide so here's the thing is is that he had it ever since he was a teen and his brothers yeah. used to carry him to school so he could yeah. go to school because he couldn't walk well eventually they wound up amputating his leg because i mm-hmm. think the growth was mostly on his leg and so he felt like a new man or a new whatever and so he used to walk <laughs> on crutches but then it started coming back and so once it started yeah. growing back they just they didn't know what to do and so i just I, you know what? I don't even know. So it, he basically, he's obviously bedridden. And um, well, the now. weird thing is, is that it kind of looks like a coffee table. It looked like, like a loaf of bread to me. Or like the heel, maybe like a really yeah, big piece of bread. The brown part. Yeah. And the so end. 
I know it's people's bodies and it's yes. part of them, but I just don't know why they have to keep touching it and like rubbing it or like placing their hand on it. And at one point, this was the part that got me. It was <laughs> it was a combo scene. There was like yeah. a little child there. I don't know if it was like a niece, nephew or whatever, but he was like playing with the tumor almost like like it was flarp, you know, like <gasps> slap its hands on it and then kind of pushed oh. on it. Like, I don't know what Why? he was doing. The, the child was yes. doing this? Okay. He was like rubbing his hands on the tumor. That and, is so disgusting. And then... I would be like, don't do that. <laughs> well, I mean... Doesn't that hurt? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I didn't ask him. But then right in the very next scene is he's doing something on the internet and he's got the mouse sitting on the tumor and he's oh, like my. using it as a mouse pad. And so right. I'm sitting there watching this and then all of a sudden I hear <laughs> I look over to me and Victor had been eating a sandwich. Oh, but he's no. just like, he's like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so then he goes into, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, I just made that. Oh, I'm like, geez, you know. It's, like, it's but- not like you found a hair in it or anything. Calm down. It's just a giant tumor. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. As as much as I loved the doctor doing it for free and everything, I'm not going to lie. I thought that doctor was a total asshole. <laughs> like, Paula, I thought he was racist. He I thought talked that he to those was... people like they were so stupid. I thought he treated them like they were morons. Well, I think he probably thought they were. And I thought he was. I, you know what? He reminded me of um, of a southern... A southern plantation boy who uh, likes the minorities, but uh, puts them in the place at all times. What are you doing? I'm, I'm just... doing a southern plantation owner. I Okay. Did that so, not sound like it? Uh, it kind of reminded me of like the banker from Monopoly. But yeah, I guess it's the <laughs> same thing, right? I was trying to do a southern accent, but I didn't want to do a female because he's male. That's That was my thing. That was why I did it like that. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I thought he was a dick to those poor people. I just thought he was an asshole. Period. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad he's doing the surgery for free because otherwise this guy is just a complete total asshole. He was But then an again, he's renowned for removing large masks. And so I'm just like, imagine that's being your life's work reputation. Well, I and mean, how did that happen? How do you fall right? into that category? Well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it. if I was in the medical field, I'd probably be doing something strange. It's just, yeah, you probably would. You I'm would morbid. pick out weird boils or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I would I would do something probably with like, I don't know, maybe I'd be known for, you know, Paula Todd is world known for removing parasitic twins on, <laughs> on nipples. Dermatoid, dermatoid, dermatoid cysts. cysts. Yeah, that was like the doctor when he was telling me to uh, use the neti pot. And he's just like, yeah, he's all, you have to use it a couple of times before you get some good stuff. And I'm just like, I'm all, you're speaking my language, doctor. <laughs> you listen to this stuff. Oh, my God. Hey, Hugs, producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. Speaking of television programming, I I divulged this information to Daryl. I I don't know what's wrong with me right now. I think I'm under an incredible amount of stress. I, I really, that's the only thing I can think of. There's not a whole lot, clearly... Not a lot of good programming on TV right now. I know. It's a lull. I hate it. It really is bad. And so I started searching through my on-demand for Comcast, looking for some kind of programming, anything that I haven't seen that is quality. Mm-hmm. And of course, what do I come across? A, sh- a series, a one-season-only series, eight shows called Time of Death. Time of and Death? Really? It is a series about people at the end of their life dying oh of certain... God. You know what, Jamie... What? I don't even want to hear this because how don't many even times... Give me, no, do not give I'm me not shit gonna say about it. this programming. I'm not going to say it, but I'm just saying the next time you want to harp on mom about her <laughs> obsession with death, I'm going to remind you of this. All right. Like, I'm just saying you're walking You're walking a fine line. You just might want to think about it. That's all Okay, I'm whatever, dermatoid cyst remover. Hey, I'm okay with my obsession with pus and cysts and zits yes, and things. Yes, well, this is a, it's, it is a show to unveil the, the mystery of death and dying. And it was, it's actually very good. And <laughs> there's, obviously... There's a mystery behind death? <laughs> yes, a lot of people are afraid of death. They don't know what happens or they've never seen someone die or seen a dead person. I mean, it's a very scary thing. It isn't... Although it's natural, it is unnatural. You know, so, we're not programmed to die. Do we're you programmed feel better to live. about dying now? 
No, I don't want to die. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is, is no, nobody what wants I'm to saying die. Is it's this it's the it's the end stage of people for of all ages, most of them were older who had some kind of terminal illness right. and it was their process from the beginning of the end stage until they passed that away. That sounds really sad, but go ahead. It was it was, but it wasn't because it's the natural uh end for human life and it's it was just very interesting and so i was telling daryl and you should have seen his face he, he couldn't even look at me <laughs> well i he couldn't mean, even look at me the guy can't even get blood drawn jamie how is he gonna deal with a program go, like it that? was good it was touching it was human it was real and i go and what i really liked about it is that when, <laughs> when, when you are going through the dying process with a loved one or you know I've done it. I mean, with grandma, I did it, you know, but I said, but when you go through these processes, I go, what's very interesting and what was similar about all of these stories is that the only thing that matters is what's present, love and family. Those are the only thing that matters. And I go, and wouldn't it be great if we could just live like that all the time? But we can't because we live in a world full of shit. I mean, you can't only focus on family and love. It's not possible. You have to eat and, you know, live life. But anyway, I was telling all this and he started to gloss over. And I'm like, well, all right, I'm done talking about dying. I just, he goes, what's this show called? I go, it's called Time of Death. Why? He goes, well, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't accidentally come upon it and start watching it. You I don't know, think I that make sure would ever, avoid it completely. <laughs> I don't think that would ever happen. To, in fact, at, he probably lost it for a moment when you said, you know what I liked the most about it? He's probably thinking like, why would you even <laughs> why would you like words? anything? He like, said, he goes, that sounds really sad. I go, it was sad, but it, <laughs> but it was interesting. And it, what, what I found is that humans are all the same. The grieving process, although very different for everybody, it really is the same. And so right. it was just, I found it interesting. And yes, I, I, I watched a documentary one time on, <laughs> what is it? In Oregon, you can actually end your own life with doctor's orders like the doctors can oh, prescribe you can, you the can medication have euthanasia or whatever yeah like it's it's legal to euthanize yourself basically in yes. oregon assuming that you have a terminal illness and i think they said you have like less than six months to live a yeah. doctor is allowed to prescribe the combination of medications that will and then you kill can do you. it yourself yeah so i watched this whole <laughs> documentary on it and it was really interesting but did i they mean show anyone do it yeah, they did. I mean, well, they filmed the outside of their window, but you heard oh. all you had heard all the audio. Okay, and so I mean, it was a, that was a little out there because the whole family was there. They had like all <sighs> hung out, ordered pizza. It kind of reminded me of that movie with Sissy Spacek, um, "Good Night, Mother." Oh Remember my god, that? that movie is like, so good. The mom, ca- that movie is not good, Jamie. It is. It's based no, on a play. It's awful. It's awful. But the mom was literally trying to do everything to, like, postpone her going to bed because she knew her daughter was going to kill herself. Here's the thing. That's that's awful. Okay. In this day and age, you would be calling 911 and you'd have her committed. (laughs) She needs medication. That's what should have happened. Yes. That's, yes. That definitely should have happened. But for the sake of the play, it was back in the old days anyway. But anyways, it kind of reminded me of that because everyone that came over, they ordered pizza. They were playing like Monopoly or like all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, we're all hanging out because mom's going to be like, you know, killing herself here in like a couple hours, you know. So let's, let's, let's whoop it up, everybody. I do not, I don't condone suicide. I don't. I mean, obviously, I've had some personal experiences with attempted suicide, not me personally, but I mean, I obviously someone that I would die for was in that mind frame. And it is not a place that I would ever suggest or want anyone to go. It's well, I mean, that's the thing is, is with this, though, it's only you're they're only allowed to do it if they have a terminal illness and they have and they have less than six months to live. You have to meet a criteria. Yeah, I still don't know. So, I mean, it was just it was terrible. And so she's like, I want to, you know, be able to die with a little bit of dignity. And she was in terrible pain. And so literally when she was passing, she just said, this is so easy. She's like, this is just so easy. So sad. I'm just like, that's actually probably a very pleasant way to go you know well if you're not feeling any pain anymore then you're just going to sleep then right so but i mean i i'm with you i don't think i mean how do we even freaking start talking about death i was just telling oh god i was telling you about this stupid show i was watching buzzkill geez i know not even buzzkill like (laughs) let me tell you i want to talk to you i have an appointment with my psychiatrist tomorrow morning my god (laughs) well anyway like doctor i need um, to adjust my medication my sister just really brought me down last night okay i i have to tell you about 
I know this isn't new to many people, but this is, I don't know why this is new to me because I guess I'm slow to learn. I found a new way to be confrontational in public without being an asshole. What do you give, like telepathic looks? No, no, I've always done dirty looks, but no. You make, you stand at a distance and pinch their heads with your fingers? (laughs) No, I I am pinching your head. (laughs) I was at the grocery store. And I wasn't really paying attention. There was there was lines everywhere and I was in a line and there was a woman in front of me. Most of her bags were pulled were packed and she had purchased like a lot of food, lots and lots of food. But it was all bagged already. You judge everyone so terribly. What? You are at the grocery store and I determined you have bought too much food. Yes. (laughs) Way too much. How can you buy too much food? Because she had a hundred dollars worth of coupons. And I didn't see that because maybe she's like a Michelle Duggar, you know, maybe she has 19 kids and counting. Okay. You know, I don't, why do you defend freaks? I don't understand it, but you always do this. You always find some reason to defend these poor, helpless people. You even described her as poor and helpless, but you're judging her because she had too many groceries. I'm judging her. She's, there's something wrong with her. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, la, la, la. I'm just totally ignoring the fact that this is happening because I mean, I can wait for some coupons to be scanned i mean i don't care you know i'm not in a rush well the cashier next over said i'll take the next person and so of course the two people behind me the old biddies behind me like booked it over there before i could get there it's not funny how people are like that in grocery lines like it's literally yeah. becomes like a competitive sport well it's like, like suddenly oh you were hobbled five minutes ago but suddenly those crutches just came flying off right? and there you are sprinting don't you think it's funny how they kind of stand at a distance and they're eyeing it like is that person gonna <laughs> open up and then they kind of start <laughs> eyeing you like i know i should let you go but i might just but pretend I'm not gonna- like, I didn't notice you, and I might just go over there. And it's just like, yes. dude, I'm totally tracking what you're saying here telepathically. And if <laughs> yes. you think for one living second, I'm going to let you get in front of me, you're out of right. your fucking mind. Well, and here's the thing. I I was in the rare mood where I didn't care. And I was just going to just let them go because I just didn't – I simply didn't care today. So – I'm competitive. I play the, the, the checkout game. I do too. But, you know, it's been a long week for me. I just don't have the energy to be an asshole today. Yeah, I get it. And this is where this all came about. So I'm sitting there and now the cashier needs a manager because something isn't registering. So the light starts blinking. Freaking coupon. And so the lady. How much was it? Because I would have been like, look, if it's 50 cents, I'll give you 50 (laughs) cents to hurry the fuck up. Pardon my language. She bought like $300 worth of groceries. And then she has like crazy couponers where she's like walks out and they give her $20 because. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I did. The only reason I didn't recognize this is because all of her goods were already in bags and in grocery carts. It was probably nothing but like, you know, tuna and hamburger helper. It was a lot of cans. That's the thing about coupons is it's just coupons are only good if you actually eat the the stuff that I is know on sale, but I never want any of that you stuff. You know what? It's a for, to me the people that do this, and I know it's not for everybody. I know there are people that you know stock up on things that they actually use. You have lots of kids, or you're taking care of you know lots of people. I understand, but some of the most of these people who who do this, where they literally get money back, I think they're it's a form of hoarding to me. I mean, this is it's just a form of hoarding. Well, you know that's where they have like yeah. five hundred cases of tuna or Dawn liquid soap. Well, for free. If if I wasn't so, and they keep it, they don't even freaking donate it. They keep it. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that stuff just expires or whatever. It's just you know, it's like a thrill. It's like a yeah. I, I guess. Don't know. But I mean, if I wasn't so particular about the brands that I use, then I probably would be like good into coupons and stuff. But says the woman who makes her own soap. <laughs> I I don't even know what that has to do with anything. Like, you're, you're particular about brands, but you make your own damn soap. But really? that's because I have control over it. And okay. Move on. Finish your story. So I'm waiting so that she's like, I need a manager. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's when I get pissed. Because now all those people that were so determined to get around me are gone. Oh, and I'm they, still standing there. They did beat you. So <laughs> the manager's like, well, let's hope this works. And now I've, 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 I've come out of my stupor. I am now alert and annoyed. And your body language is letting everybody know, just like oh, the yes. man at the doctor's office. Although she probably wouldn't dignify your body language with a response. She was like, well, we're, we're going to hope this works. And I go, excuse me. Oh, Jamie, honestly. <laughs> Yes. Because said, it's your business, me. but go ahead. I said, 
do I need to get into another line? Is this going to take a long time? Because I have no problem moving. <laughs> you know, if you had been that person and someone behind you had said that, you would have turned around and looked at them and like, do it anyway, because the sight of you is just making me nauseous. So I said that. I said that. And she whips around and she looks at me. She's like, um, and she opened her eyes very wide and looked at me. Well, I well, let's hope not. We're going to try real fast. And she wasn't being patronizing. She was like genuinely like surprised that I said something. And she's like, it worked. Everyone, it worked. And she like pushed that bitch out of the way, brought the cashier back. And I got amazing service. Out of yeah, because she wanted to get to the real customer, the paying no, she customer. Wa- she wanted to get out of my eye view. I mean, the thing is, I know. All, I mean, I you know, I go all the time. And so I know these people, but it's like don't make me stand here and wait like i don't mind if you have to do this shit but turn off the light and say i'm so sorry joe is going to take you to his register because this is taking longer we have than an extreme should. couponer here we have an because EC. we have someone who <laughs> wants a lot of tuna you know God. so that happened and i don't know what you're doing i mean keep testing your antics on human specimens and see which ones work i guess okay for example our car is broken and we took it to the mechanic on sunday night we had it towed to the mechanic on sunday okay and it is tuesday and we've heard nothing and so the mechanic is a friend he said well you need to call the owner and you know let him know that you want it to be looked at right away and i'm like well what have we been doing for two days so i so Daryl says, well, I'll call when I'm done. I'm like, oh, no, I'm calling immediately. So I call and I get the owner and I said, hey, you have my track. So what's going on with it? He goes, well, um, yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet. And I said, well, you know what? Um, I'm happy to tow it to your competitor right Mm -hmm. now. Just let me know. If it's not going to happen, I need to know immediately. And he goes, well, you know, I think I can look at it tomorrow. And guess what? It's going to be fixed on Monday. All of a sudden, it's going to be ready. And so I'm thinking, how long does it take to fix a car? I don't know. But my point is, is that this is really working for me. Like, maybe I should just do this all the time. Maybe. Maybe you should start being the squeaky wheel. I don't like doing that. Well, <laughs> I don't like doing that. I'm just saying that's basically what you're doing. It's, it's is that what it is? The tried and true. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Instead so. of just going, excuse me, I'm standing here. Keep squeaking. What are we doing? You're getting all sorts squeak, of oil. Squeak. That's so. I think that's what's happening here. But so tell me about Home Depot because I know in you know Daryl and I have been together long enough that yes. we have learned that we do not do um, home projects together, painting or any kind of anything. I mean, I don't even let him plant plants with me. We have had ridiculous arguments over things as simple as painting walls. Well, you know, it would be fine if if the roles just stayed clearly defined. So mm-hmm. as I've mentioned before, I'm having trouble with my dogs getting into the trash can. And so... I came oh, up yeah. with an idea and I'm just like, what if we could build some sort of like wooden box, basically like a giant toy box, mm-hmm. but we put the trash cans in it and then close the lid and the lid is, lid is on hinges and then they just can't get in there because it's in this box. You know, they don't have thumbs. They can't right. like lift the lid or whatever. And so right. I'm like, and it really shouldn't be that hard to make. I'm like, you can get some, cut up some plywood or whatever and, you know, yeah. s- stain it and make it look like okay so it doesn't look terrible and Mm -hmm. it's but it's it's for trash so it doesn't need to look fabulous so i started drawing designs on (laughs) saturday (laughs) and i was doing all sorts of measurements and i'm like you know this is really gonna work and so i say to victor i'm like let's go to home depot tomorrow and help me you know figure out and and i think that's where i went wrong i said help me yes figure out the wood and stuff because really i just wanted to draw the picture and then i just wanted the supplies to come to me and you would put it together or i'd try to until i decided i didn't want to do a certain part like have have him have him do it and then when it was done then i could stain it and then i'd be happy and then i'd put the trash cans in there okay so you know then during the design process, he starts kind of adding a couple ideas or saying, well, what about this? What about this? And I say no to everything, of course, because yeah, I've already, your, your I've already designed. And so he stops and he says, well, I thought this is something we were doing. And I kind of stop because I'm what? thinking I stopped because I, and I stared at him because I was trying to think like, how do I politely tell them that 
I never wanted his ideas no or one input, asked you. <laughs> basically. And so no one asked you, you know, but he's like, I thought this was something we were doing together. And no. so I'm just like, when, when you... was that announcement made? I would have been like, when did that decree come down? Because I don't remember ever, ever saying it. I was trying to find a polite way to saying, like, I do want to use you, but I really <laughs> I want you to be the muscle. I I don't care. I don't care what your thoughts are. Right. And so. I, I got out of that one. I don't know what I said. And so the next day we go to Home Depot. I'm pretty excited. So we start like walking around and looking at things. And we barely even got through the plywood section before like tensions start running high. Because, <laughs> you know, he's like, well, you might want to get this one because it's thinner. It won't be as heavy. And I'm like, but I, I don't want to use that one. I said I wanted to use this one. This is what we talked about, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know. And so then we decide, like, we'll get the wood last because obviously you're not going to walk around Home Depot with a giant piece of plywood. Right. And so then we start going up. I'm like, well, let's go look at the hinges. So we go over yeah. there and then we start arguing about the types of hinges that one oh, should God use. for God's sakes. You oh, know, and sakes. then I wanted to put a latch on it because yeah. I'm thinking. Keep it shut. Yeah. But he's like, if it's a lid, why do you need the latch on there and where are you going to put it? And then so he found this other latch and I'm like, that one won't work because the lid is shutting on top of it and Mm -hmm. there's no way like it needed to be flush. And he's like, oh, I could make it work. I'm like, no, I don't want you to make it work. I'm like, I want it. I want that to work the way it should. I said, but I don't want that one. He's like, but if it's going to be like furniture, it should be more decorative. So, I mean, we start going back and forth. I'm getting tense. I know, right? Oh, my God. I'd be like, you know what? You need to go away from me right now immediately. And so here's the worst part about it. It's like after a while, I know I just became like intolerable. I yeah, just, well, I was. It's not your fault. And I was literally had that out of body experience where I was sitting there looking at myself and I'm like, I'm even annoyed with myself. Like if I could run <laughs> away from my own self, I would. But I have had raging PMS like all week. <laughs> and it's not the time to go shopping. No. And so I started getting hot, you know, like it felt clammy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the kids were starting to annoy me. Oh, my God. And I like, we weren't even done with this. And so at one point, I'm like, you know, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like, let's just go. <laughs> let's put everything back and let's just forget it, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, this is what we want to do. And I'm like, no, I, I want to leave. I want to get out of here. I don't want to build this thing anymore. You know, the dogs get in the trash for the rest of my life and I wouldn't care because I, I just, care I don't want to do this anymore. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. It's over. And yeah. so it even was that. like so bad to where we started arguing about the measurements because he wanted to make it like like small and tight and I'm like no I want it to be like a little bit roomy and you know I need yeah, to have rooms to open room. actually let me ask you this what if you put the trash cans in there and then you had the lid go over it would you ever not imagine having the lids on the trash can not having no they'd be down all the time the lids would still be on the trash cans though right yeah okay he somehow believed that we would have to, we would take the lids off the trash cans and then just have the big lid Oh, like the big lid would now be the trash can top? And I said, no, that's gross. Like, No, that there'd be no, because you know what? Let's be honest. Trash piles up and it ultimately is going to make I that wood said. smelly. Or I said, then we'd have to treat the wood. And, no. you know, I, and so he's like, oh, it's you becoming w-. confusing. So he's like, you want to put the lids on the trash yes. can? And then he says, and then you want to have a lid on top of the lids? And yes. I'm like, don't make it sound like it's stupid because it's not. Yeah, I'm that's... like, your idea is stupid. <laughs> I just. I... It's dirty. So. Ultimately, he's just like, oh, no, we're doing this. So we both oh, like well. got in our two different modes. Like he was in like primal man mode. Like this was the mission. It would be accomplished. I'm in like, you know, <laughs> I hate everyone it. at this point. If I don't get, you know, a cocktail or a, <laughs> a, a, a ice cream or something immediately, you know, everyone's going to be really unhappy. Really what ultimately happens, at least between Daryl and I, when these things go down at like a Lowe's or something, is I leave. I go sit in the car. I'm like, I'm done. Bye. He's like, well, what are we doing? I'm like, I'm done being here. I'm tired and I'm sick of doing this with you. I'm going to sit in the car. And he goes, well, fine. Then we'll, and then he'll, he'll go, he'll concede. He's like, fine, do what you want to do. You just point it out and tell me what you want to do. I'm like, no, I'm over it because I don't want to listen to you anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> right. I, we did part ways for a few moments in the store. Mm-hmm. And that's just the thing. It's like when you're in a, a Home Depot like that, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do? Like I walked I around know. and I'm just like, what am I going to look at I hate everything here? here. I'm like, there's nothing I'm going to look at here. No, there's nothing to buy. I think I went and looked at wood stains or something because I'm yeah. like, well, I'll just find this, you know. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, 
of course, in the planning process, you think like, oh, this thing shouldn't cost more than like 40 bucks or something. But $99. It came to $100. Yeah. And I'm just like, this Nothing's is ridiculous. Cheap. And so. Yeah, like, why did we, why have I done this now? And that's what I said after we started putting the thing together. And so, okay, so here's the part. Did you buy the stuff? Did you We do did it? get it. And. Okay. I, we picked out because we put trim on it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so. The next day at work, I get a text message and it's put partially put together and the mm-hmm. trim is put on there. And oh. right. You wanted to do it. I'm like, oh, it looks great. And then later that night, I'm like, well, I just want you to know that I was a little disappointed because I wanted to put the trim on there. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel stupid, but I was just no, like, no, Daryl does that to me all the time. I'm he like, thinks he's being a helper. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, this was my idea. And, you know, I really should have been allowed to do the parts that I really wanted to do. Don't you feel like an eight year old? Like, no. like you're just going like, well, I, I kind of wanted to do that. <laughs> no, because you know what? The, but see, here's the thing. This is what dudes do. They want to be helpers and fixers. And we just want to decorate it. And it's like. I know it's fun, which is why I wanted to do that part. Right. Okay. Honestly, I'm an asshole when it comes to stuff like that. Perfect example. <laughs> the chalkboard in my house. Oh, God. That was a freaking That horror. day when I came over, you were almost in tears. You were so angry. And I, was I so you know what? You weren't even making sense because at, at the first pass of the story i I didn't really even understand what the problem was like i didn't understand you know the i get it now i get it now but i mean at the time was like oh okay i'm like yeah and i was trying to act like what a jerk and i'm but i'm sitting (laughs) thinking i'm like i don't even understand what she just said but you were so upset and then i I, went downstairs daryl was pale you know looked looked exhausted and i'm just like what what is happening here i thought well you know what i thought had happened i thought he mm-hmm. had drawn the picture on there and you oh. had wanted to do that and so i'm like no. okay so they were fighting because daryl drew the <laughs> brew fest picture on there no. and jamie wanted to do it but i didn't no, realize no, i understand no. now but anyways the point is it's like yeah it was supposed to be this diy project that was yeah. going to be you know a fun little weekend project and it basically turned into a point where it's just like if i could have you know, drilled them in the neck with something, you know, by one of the test drills I would have because I just. Yeah, it's everybody. Well, because men and women have different perspectives of (laughs) of what the project is going to entail. And, you know, honestly, if if he could have just cut out the pieces and left you to it, that would have been great. Well, because he wanted to participate as well. Yeah, his participation is to cut things. That's where we differed because I felt like the whole thing was my idea. It was was your idea and you should have been able to do it. But then I was starting to think, I'm like, I wonder how many of these Home Depot workers like see couples, like endless oh my couples getting to these laugh. giant knockdown jagout fights, like About in the paint aisle or whatever it might be. I or mean, the tile like, aisle. Anything. It's over the stupid. Like, we were literally, <laughs> like, the guy was trying to help us. And we were, oh, like, no. walking you at a fast pace, in. huffing, you know, in the hinge aisle. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, really? We're fighting over hinges? That's what this is what it's come to. I don't even know why it came up, but I told Daryl. Oh, because I told I was telling him about this story. You were going to tell me the story right. about the fight at Home Depot, and I said he probably got uncomfortable just by that because he's well, like, oh gee, bring up the chalkboard. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, you know what? If he had just done it, if he had just not done it, and just recognize that this was something that I really wanted to do and he did it all and then didn't do it well it's on like top kids. of it. Like if he could have unscrewed it or taken it off the wall and but it's just it's not the same. You I, know? It's like kids, you know, like I wanted he, to do it myself. <laughs> the problem <laughs> the problem is is that if he had done it perfect, like absolutely perfection perfect, I still would have been mad. You would have found flaw with it. And the fact is, is that that evening when he put it up, he goes, well, this was the best I could do with it. I go, because you did it wrong. (laughs) And that's because your best is not good enough. (laughs) Listen to me. And I said, you are going to go back to that store and you are going to buy all new trim and you're going to do it right. This is embarrassing. I am mortified. I was out of my mind. Yes, because people are going to walk in and be like, what the hell kind of chalkboard is that? Oh my God, it was so funny. I mean, it's funny now, but every time I go in there and I see it, I try to touch it and I'm like, yep, you're later. Here Hate we it. are. 
still here well you know what's funny it's just like i went i'm like so what what's (laughs) wrong with it and you're like look right here you see that and i'm like oh okay you're like see this gap it's not coming together the way it's because he didn't cut the angles right he used screws instead and i'm like oh okay i see it now you know it's just like it had to be pointed out to me because you know this giant embarrassing blemish of a flaw it I, is. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Is your trash can done? Is it perfect? Well, no. I mean, it's put Except together. Except for the trim. There's, there's been some areas that I've had to, mm-hmm. you know, gently point out that need to correction. Oh my god! And why? So, why are you? Why are you putting up the veil? Just be because, honest. What's the point? I mean, honestly, I'm, you know, I, I just don't see the point in arguing and and fighting over a trash can cover. That's really what it is. It's functional. It's worked. The dogs have not gotten in trash all week. So, you know, for that, I'm happy. And it was like a Pinterest moment turned to, you know, pure that, hell. Like that show you're talking about, like the, the time of death. You know, it's just, yeah. it, it's like it, from the beginning to the very bitter end. It just, it never turns out the way you think. You think it's going to, it's kind of like a party. Like you yeah. think it's going to be like so great and so fabulous. And then, like, when it's over, like it's fun, but you're like, I guess it just terrible. wasn't as magical as I had thought, you know. Where, it just, yeah, yeah. Where was the glitter? Know, Where the was paper the mache flying fairies? Just really looked like, yeah, they really just looked cheap. They didn't really look as as you know glittery and fun. It looked as like I nothing like I saw Martha Stewart. I know. And you know the other thing is is that you know Daryl's really good. he's learning because you know with being a homeowner you learn a lot of things yeah. very quickly. I have no patience for his learning curve, and so I get really irritated with him and so i leave that's the hard part is it's like and of course men have these giant egos so god forbid mm-hmm. should they ask for assistance and <laughs> or when the home depot guy asks you like do you need any help like no no we're good and i'm just like just ask him because you don't know what you're looking for you know and- i don't want to find another fucking hinge for you go ask the person yeah. and and they'll sit there on their phone and Google oh or watch God. YouTube videos rather than ask the expert right there, the giant orange apron. How many times have I seen Daryl looking at his smartphone <laughs> in the sprinkler section? <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, you know, here's the thing. Daryl's a city boy. He does not. He he <laughs> paid for things to be done when he was growing up. Nobody was doing any building when he was growing up. Right. So he's more like. Like the other day, like two weeks ago, somebody came over, the the people that do the landscaping yeah. on the weekends, he flagged one down <laughs> and he said, I will pay anything. I will pay good money for someone to come and fix these sprinklers. So anyways, the point is, is that, you know, it just, it cracks me up that when I told you that about that, I said, oh, I have a Home Depot story. I said, you know, Victor and I almost killed each other. And you're like, oh, God, and you're like, Daryl and I can't paint together. And so it's just like, <laughs> know, it's I'm glad to can't. know we're not the only couple that oh literally God, no. want to like murder each other in the middle of like the hardware store. I, I told Daryl, I said, I, I don't know if we could survive a renovation of any kind. <laughs> There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And now, back to the show. So... We kind of giggled, obviously, when we said this was episode 69. We've been yeah. thinking about it for a while, you know. And so I'm like, yeah. obviously, we'll talk about the actual, you know, position 69. And I, I think well, we've talked about yeah. it before. but yeah, uh, Briefly. Yeah, briefly. So I hate it. Okay. I was going to say, what's your take on it? I don't like it. It's stupid. And you know what? It, it Even in porn, it looks ridiculous. Okay. I don't... Tell me you like it, and I'm going to slap no, you. No, I don't. Okay. And I don't like it for... I think two reasons. One, my body is confused because I yes. don't know, like, I don't know how to give and receive pleasure at the same time. Me neither. It's difficult. I can't focus on both at the same time. Besides, when it's so animalistic like that, you know, it's because to me, it's not like who actually makes love doing 69. It just doesn't happen. Not but I mean, animals. it's usually like wild and crazy. It only lasts a few, you know, 30 seconds at most. I, there, I'm too, but I, I can't handle the thought of my butt being in someone's face. Thank you. That's I what just I was trying to say. Damn it. Because, I mean, obviously, a guy's not going to be on top with his giant freaking, you know, I... hairy ass <laughs> balls dangling around in my face. That's just never going to happen. I So if have... you can daintily 
you know, squat no. down to where no. your juice box you know what? No. is in the region. But you can't do it without your butt being right there. Everything is right there. I don't it's like just, it. And it's no. not comfortable. And I'm too self-conscious. And I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> I feel like- and then I get angry. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can we officially declare that we've done it? And can we move on with normal sex now? Men have no qualms about being awkward when it comes to sex. Have you noticed that? That's because they're just happy to see somebody naked. They don't care. Like, for me, I feel like I'm in, like, the the dog pooping shame position. You know, like, <laughs> I've got, like, the hunched back, you know, tucked butt, like a, yes. like a dog pooping. Right. Men are just going crazy and thrusting like crazy and i'm just like you look really weird right now you know that right <laughs> like you should feel ashamed or awkward yourself but you should yeah they don't care no men don't they... care men don't care that they look weird or they're just so happy they're naked with somebody they don't really <laughs> care what's happening they're like i, I am naked and i am getting somebody's playing with my dingling and it's been and, it's, and maybe if i'm lucky a prostate finger and then you know oh, I'm, and I'm moving on with my day and i'm sleeping you know yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. They're very easy to please. Sex is just one of those things that they're very enthusiastic about. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's so. But I guess women are the only ones that are, can be self-conscious. Are you kidding? I mean, very self-aware, very self-aware at all times. I mean, I mean I it could be it. something as mundane as brushing my teeth. I mean, it will be oh the God. the most eloquent and gorgeous and beautiful teeth brushing <laughs> you have ever seen. I mean, it's just. I'll well, be until, doing you know what everything's fabulous until toothpaste lands on my boob or my shirt or you know there's a foamy ring yeah that's true I'm just saying like I, it's just it's hard to constantly be on like I'm yeah it's uh, we're on all the time we can't even yeah. like a guy showering there is no decent or or non-awkward way to wash your button balls it's there's like just, an it's, animal it's, being hosed down at the zoo <laughs> They don't care. They just, they'll use the same bar of soap for every orifice they and do. their face. It goes from the hair to the balls to, you know. To their mouth. I mean, they right. don't care. <laughs> it's disgusting. I mean, you know, at least and sometimes they forget and they're like, oh, do you need to get in here? And I'm like, no, oh, I'll stand back here freezing, getting sprayed. I'm all right. I, I, I've got some things to do that, in there That initial hosing off was good enough for God. me. So, you know, I'll just sit here with shampoo in my hair for another five more minutes. I'll just stand here and wait in the in the stream of water on the side. <laughs> and then you, of course, you know, try and graze by and, you know, your boobs hit them and they're like, oh, yeah, is that right? And I'm just like, oh, I'm like, that's God. just how it is. It's an anatomical thing. Don't I don't think I was trying to get frisky because the next thing, you know, you're grabbing your ankles in the shower <laughs> and you're just like, at what point did I ever agree to this? you know <laughs> Every and animal. then you're looking down noticing like wow the grout is really dirty in here oh, like i really I need like, to clean this did anybody put any bleach I spray smell on this? mildew is that the bath mats you know it's just like <laughs> not only that but then suddenly out of nowhere i'll be like the water's getting cold can we move this party <laughs> yeah. to another room yeah. god that's it's so true i mean that's not always the case so no well, no so the general consensus is i don't believe and I don't think most people like the 69. I know I, I have met people imagine. who do. I've never polled anybody to find out, but I don't know too many people well, who endorse that, you know, as the go-to. Well, it's not like they're walking around saying like, hey, everybody, you should try this. But I mean, <laughs> you know, when the discussions come up, they have, you know me, I, I'll talk about anything awkward. And yeah. so I have had met a few friends that have like, yeah, I'm game for it. And I'm like, really? I'm like, your butt being in their face. And I think that's the exact question I asked. I'm like, so your butt being in their face doesn't bother you? And they're like, no, no, not really. I hadn't really thought oh. about it. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Maybe you should. Well, now that's all they'll think about. It's just like, like, oh, damn, Paul is running 69 really... for us. Yeah, you know. Just yeah, like... I'm not a fan. I'm too, I feel like I'm clenching too much and it's not enjoyable. And I'm constantly like moving and adjusting. And I'm like, you know what? This is just, I'm over this. Can we just do something else? Like I said, it's mostly just confusing for me because I don't know how to give and receive pleasure at the same time so it's me like either. i'm focusing on what i'm doing but on the same time i'm feeling like you know what what is that what's going on back there you know what's happening right like i know we're getting animalistic but let's not lose our manners here like <laughs> you need to slow down there kitten tongue you know <laughs> nibbling was never appropriate you know ferocious Did you shave today it's just any of those things scratchy like, you, need, you need to calm yourself you know I, yeah i've indulged it long enough so let's move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week Do you have 
have one? I do. Um, I do too. It happened today. I was so worried I wasn't going to have one and I didn't fail myself. So mine is I taught Ryan the word damn it and oh. it was an accident. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> so going to say. There's um, this commercial and I don't really know uh, what a, what a, the the product is, but Amy mm-hmm. Poehler, she's being a soccer coach for like kids oh, soccer. It's Old Navy. Okay. So... We're sitting there watching TV, and I'm, like, half paying attention, half messing around on my laptop. And all of a sudden, I hear my son say, or what I thought I heard him say was, damn it, you know, get moving, blah, blah, blah. And so I look over at him, and he's, you know, repeating the commercial because he thinks it's funny. And I said, son, I'm like, you shouldn't say damn it. You know, it's it's a bad word. I said, you know, you know what bad words are? And he's like, yeah. And I said, okay, so, well, damn, it's a bad word, so you probably shouldn't say that. And he's like, okay. And he looked at me kind of weird, and he says <laughs> – I said, well, sh-, um, he says, I said, Devin. And I'm like, you said Devin? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, she didn't say Devin. And then I'm starting to think like, but this is a commercial. I'm like, I don't think they swear in commercials. No. So we rewound it. And she's just like, sure enough, Devin, get moving over here. So oh, God. no one said damn it but me. And <laughs> you taught yourself. I taught word. Ryan the word damn it. And I'm just like, mm. okay. So I just. I felt like an idiot because I'm just like, no one was talking about damn it. No one ever said damn it. I'm the only one that said it. And now I just said damn it in front of my son and t- explained to him why it was a bad. And it's just a completely <sighs> random. Like, I feel bad for him because yeah. how is you're it giving, that you're just, predisposing him to anxiety? Well, not just that, but I'm just randomly throwing these weird <laughs> situations at him. Like He's like, I don't even know how to what to do with you, mom. I don't. He doesn't even, I, like he probably doesn't even know how to interact with me. Not you anymore. Know? He's like, probably like, just randomly, he's growing. He's like, we were watching TV the other night and then my mom started <laughs> telling me about the word damn it. He's like, I don't know why. <laughs> I've done that many times because I can't hear anything, you know, because I'm get, I'm going deaf. And so something will be going on and I'll be upstairs, you know, doing whatever. And I'll hear some shenanigans downstairs. I'm like, what the hell's going on down there? Who's fighting? Like, Stop it. I told you guys to knock it off. They're like, we were laughing, mom. Um, it was the television. And I just came in from feeding the dogs. I'm like, well, whatever. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> right yeah i mean it's, i feel like an idiot i'm like oh my god oh, i'm so dumb I but know. um well that is awkward unfortunately yes. for your son yes, he had to encounter your awkwardness i know now i have been so consumed with caring for my child um even though he's 22 mm-hmm. i've been so consumed with that that i really haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to put myself in a position to do anything awkward or ugly. And so I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'll have to revisit a classic right. uh, ugly and awkward moment. Yeah, and I course, also was concerned I was going to have to go into the reserves. Yeah, because it's just been kind of one of those weeks where I haven't really, I've been on my game because I've been I've been a parent this week. Right. Hardcore. So no, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. Now... Literally yesterday, my son was cleared. His eyes are not damaged. Everything is good. He's on his the road to recovery. And so the instant that I'm no longer worried about him, I go right back to my normal, wonderful self. <laughs> and so today, as I told you, our, our car is in uh, the shop. So Daryl has been letting Mackenzie drive his car during the day. So it's Friday. I had to drive down to pick him up from the train station today because he had been borrowing a car and he drove it all the way in to give it back and trained home and I went down to pick him up. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't put gas in my car in a really long time because Daryl usually does it. And so I (laughs) pull into the gas station by our house and... Did you pull up on the right side? No. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, is, this isn't this is the right side. So I back up. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to try and pull the thing to the no, other no, side. No, no, no. Oh, no. But it gets it really gets interesting. Oh, and geez. so I back up and I'm like, okay, this isn't the right side. So I flip around and I, I repark and I'm like, I'm still on the wrong side. Like I didn't... <laughs> I didn't fix it so that I was on the right side. <laughs> so then I did. Watching you? Oh yeah, it's packed. It's five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, and you know so what? I hate getting gas. In fact, sometimes I'll just drive away and I'm like, I'm just doing this later. And I know people. I know people are looking at me like, okay, that was weird. But I'm like, it's too hard. It's like geometry. It I can't is. do this. It's like a puzzle, and I hate it. There's cars so, coming at everyone. People are getting angry and frustrated and impatient, and I just, I'm not dealing with. I don't this. want to be a part of it. I don't. So <laughs> I finally third try 
parked on the right side. And I went, okay, great. So I get out of the car and I'm wearing a really cute skirt today and a shirt. And so, so I go better. <laughs> and I go to the little ATM machine by the pump and I put in the card and it keep, twice it said, uh, card not approved, use a different card. I'm like, okay, no. So I went into the gas station, oh, got geez. it all worked out. So I come out to put the gas in my car and suddenly it decides to be windy. And I don't know where this wind came from other than just a cruel joke for me. So I put the gas, <laughs> I put the gas thing in the gas can, the, the, the tank, I mean, in the car. God, you know what what's wrong with us? <laughs> I don't know. We can't and, speak. I know. And so I put the, the pump into the car. <laughs> you're, yes. get, you're getting gas. Just say that. Don't yeah. do the play by play. It's not I'm trying going to well. explain. So I'm getting ready to put the little lock on it so I don't have to hold it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And a gust of wind comes and blows my skirt up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it won't go down because it's very, very windy. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, shit. And so, of course, right when that happens, two guys in their work trucks show up to put gas in their cars. They're buddies. They're getting Naturally. beer mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, getting gas in their car. And then there's a, a giant man sitting in a teeny tiny car uh, in front of me who's watching the entire show because his wife, of course, is doing all the work. Are you freaking kidding me? No. What an asshole. I know. And I thought that, too. And so I'm standing there. So now I'm holding the the gas pump with my one hand because now I can't hold because it, the lock came undone and I'm holding my skirt down and it's super windy. So I'm holding it. And of course, I'm holding it with my left hand and I have no arm strength. I have like T-Rex arms. So my arm is shaking. So I was just like, my arms usually get tired. So I, I usually have to hold it with my hip or something. Yeah. I'm so my arm, my hand is now an arm is shaking because I have no muscle. <laughs> And I'm holding my hand, my right hand is holding my skirt down Jesus. so that nobody can see a show. And again, and I'm standing there and, I've, and I'm like, my knees are kind of buckled and I'm leaning up against the car. I look like an idiot. You look so like finally, a, a baby giraffe trying to pump yes. gas. So finally, finally it ended and the gas is done. So I, I'm still holding my skirt because if I turn to grab it with my right hand, then my skirt will fly up again because it's super windy. So I, I grab my, with my left hand, I pull it out of the car and I go to place it in back into its little carrot, you know, little cartridge area on the pump. And because it's my left hand and I don't have a lot of arm strength, I miss it and I drop ah, and I drop oh my the whole God. thing Jeez, and it falls baby. to the ground and I'm trying to not let go of it. So like, it looks like I'm, I look stupid because I, it looks like, like I you're being pulled to the ground. Yes. And I'm completely missed the whole thing. And I'm like, Ooh, and I drop it. And I'm like, God. I can't take myself any longer. I finally get it into its little hook thing. I back myself into my car and I sit down and I'm just like, I can't. I can't get out of here quickly. I, it's just not fast enough. I have to get out of here. So how angry at Daryl were you when you picked him up? Well, luckily, it, it was about an hour okay. before. So, But I'm sure you announced to him that, Daryl, I can no longer pump gas. I'm not, I'm not allowed to. I said, I just want you to know you are <laughs> such a quote unquote gentleman that I no longer have the skills to pump gas into my own vehicle. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, really? When did that happen? I, mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I can do it. I'm just not very good at it anymore because I have a, a gentleman as a husband who now does it all the time. I know. Like, I used to be able to do it. Like, I mean, there's I still everything. things I do, but I mean, like, you know, as being a single mom and all that, oh, or yeah, being you a young ass. Like, I could do, I bring in all groceries, carry a baby, change a diaper, you know, all this stuff. And now I'm Build just like, Build a trash can cover. I can hardly even walk to my car holding my coffee. You know what I mean? It's I just know. Like, What's happened to my life? You know, whatever. But yeah, I, that, that was my awkward. I, I put on a show for everyone at the gas station. The stupid girl who can't put gas in her car or even remotely hold a, a pump uh, thing and doesn't even know what it's called anymore. That was funny. I think you win this week. That was pretty funny. <sighs> Thanks. 
I don't even know how many people saw my thong today, but it's <laughs> embarrassing. God. Well, if you're wearing a thong, and they probably just thought you didn't have in their minds, you weren't wearing any underwear. <laughs> probably. Anyways. Yeah, and thanks for all the gentlemen who were watching but didn't assist me in any way. What was the? Why would they do that? The fun would be over. <laughs> I know there would be nothing to talk about. That's funny. Well, ten ten thousand points to you. <laughs> What is with you and the awkward laughs? Like, hey, you did it too. <laughs> you were awkward laughs earlier, Missy. Sounds like Beavis. Shut your trap. What was that? <laughs> okay, just stop. You're not, I think I'm a little you're rummy. Having like Bell's palsy or whatever that hey, thing's I'm called. Not Bell's palsy. Shut your trap. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. I think we should wrap it up. We've. Okay. Really reached the point of exhaustion. And I think so. so. Our mouths aren't even. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I was going to say our mouths aren't even working, but I couldn't even say it. That's your own awkward it's moment. What happened to me? Anyways, we like you all. We appreciate you coming. Every- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that, but it was funny. Calm. We appreciate you coming back every week to listen to our show. Yes. Also, thank you to those that have downloaded the app. We are plugging along and we will be getting definitely some more content on there but even if you just use it to listen to the show every week one thing i like about it is because i can never sit down and just listen to it all in one episode because usually i'm being pulled in a hundred different directions so when i pause it and i come back it always asks me would you like to resume where you left off and i just like love that it saves my spot I think that's yeah. really neat. Oh, yeah, it does. It's like an insta-pause. I think it's neat. And so, and it also grays out all the episodes that I've already looked, listened to. So I, you know, it's just, it's very user-friendly. It is. And the bonus content we add, although it's like our cutting room floor ugly extra, I'm also going to be looking to add, I have a couple of videos that I think are funny of myself that I will will probably be uploading hopefully in the next week or two. So again, thank you also to the people who are shopping our Amazon link. That definitely helps out the show and uh, defers some of the costs that we have to keep uh, our show running. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Have a fab, fab week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week. <laughs>